Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know that there's a lot of evangelists out there, a lot of you that are on fire with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You want to be a witness to his glory. You want to testify, share your testimony, and you want some wisdom behind this. How can I evangelize effectively? How can I be a wise evangelist and not a foolish evangelist? If you're asking these questions, I'm here to give you some wisdom on this. This is what the Holy Spirit has shown me. So I'm going to break down some quick points really quick, showing you some different things that I'm going to show you today. We're going to talk about the salesman versus the farmer, the sniper versus the machine gun, extrovert versus introvert. Yes, they both can be powerful evangelists quality of the seed versus the quantity of the seed, how to discern the soil, and the danger of not labeling yourself as an evangelist. You are. Let's start there. (laughs) In Ephesians 4, we have different ministry gifts. It says that some are given to be apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some teachers, some evangelists. So there's different ministry gifts that are given to each one differently according to just the grace of God and how he's gifted you. So no, not everyone's going to be a prophet. Not everyone's going to be apostle. An apostle is a church planter. An apostle steps into a new land and plants that church. Not everyone is going to be an apostle. But I'm going to show you why I believe everyone can be an evangelist. Everyone can be an evangelist because you have a testimony of how God saved you and you have testimonies upon testimonies. There's wisdom even in sharing your testimony. Your testimony doesn't have to be your full story of when you were in the darkness all the way years long to the end, okay? There's wisdom in how we share our testimony. Sometimes we just share a slice of of our testimony. It's just a part. Or maybe you're just testifying of what God did in one season. So don't think that every time you have to share your testimony or you feel called to share your testimony, that you need to share the full thing beginning to end and you need to throw someone in a 30-minute conversation. Sometimes it's you packaging your testimony in a 10-second short form. Sometimes it's you taking a part of your testimony and what God did in just that little section, and it's you sharing that part. So there's wisdom in how you share that testimony. But I'm coming off this first point is that there's danger in not labeling yourself as an evangelist. You're called to evangelize. You're called to share the gospel. You're called to share the good news of Jesus Christ. We're all evangelists. Yes, some may have a stronger gift than others, but anyone who has a desire just to tell people about Jesus, it may be an ounce of a desire. It may be a little bit of a desire that's stronger and weaker according to different seasons, but you know ultimately deep down within yourself that you want this desire to grow and grow. You may know that you don't have the desire that you should have right now to evangelize, but you want it to increase and increase over time. And you have faith that over time, God will increase this desire within you. So the first point is just don't label yourself as not an evangelist because labels that you put over yourself, they're powerful or that other people have put over you growing up. These labels are powerful and there's some labels that need to be broken. So if you've labeled yourself and say, oh, I'm not an evangelist, 
Yeah, well, guess what? You'll never be an evangelist. You'll never be effective in sharing the gospel or witnessing his glory or having wisdom to share your testimony. So do not label yourself as not an evangelist. You are. Praise God. You can do all things through Christ who gives you strength and the Holy Spirit will give you the wisdom. Everyone can evangelize. Number two is the salesman versus the farmer. What do I mean by this? A salesman, depending on the product that they're selling, most often times, right, they want the sale. They want the cash money in their pocket right then and there. They want the one meeting close, meaning I'm going to meet with that person one time. Boom, I'm going to get that close. I'm going to get that money in my pocket. Unless maybe you're selling a high ticket offer, something that's more expensive, and now you're going for a two meeting close or a three meeting close because you're establishing that relationship. Okay, when we try to do this in evangelism, sometimes it gets dirty, it gets ugly. When we try to take someone all the way to the end, we want them just to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior right then and there. We want them to pray that sinner's prayer. Sometimes that gets a little dirty, a little ugly, because as evangelists, we just plant seeds. This is really what an evangelist does in its simplest form is you plant a seed. What is the seed? It's the word of God. Sometimes it's just a good word because a good word spoken at the right time. How beautiful is that is what it says in Proverbs. That person might have just needed to hear that you love them or that you you give them a hug or you just give them a little slice of the character of Jesus Christ or just a little bit of the, the Holy Spirit and God's presence through your actions or your words or your testimony or your smile. An evangelist plants seeds. Ultimately, the seed is the word of God. So there's the salesman who just goes for it, right? They want cash money in the pocket right then and there, right when they knock on your door, they want to make that sale. But the farmer says, I'm going to plant seeds. I have this whole, just, you know, acres and acres of land. And within this land, I got different gardens or different crops. And I'm just going to plant seeds over time, planting different seeds within the minds of my coworkers and then different seeds within the minds of my family and then different seeds within some acquaintances, different seeds with strangers that I see because there's a different strategy for every garden. But I'm going to plant these seeds and I'm going to maybe water these seeds over time. Maybe someone else is going to water the seeds. But as an evangelist, I'm just going to plant that seed, that seed may be my smile, it may be a piece of scripture, it may be a testimony. There's so many different forms of seeds, but you understand that you're a farmer. You're just called to farm, okay? That doesn't mean that you might not operate in a salesman anointing because there's that one person sometimes, very rarely, that you just encounter once every year, maybe once every decade, and you just got to go for it. You got to lay your hands and you got to pray for their healing, for that miracle. And you're believing right then and there, God's going to do something mighty, or you just know right then and there that they're ready to receive that 
that salvation. It's their time. They've been through a lot, or maybe it's just the right season of their life, which brings us to this third point. Okay. We, we opened up. Number one was the danger of labeling yourself as not an evangelist. You are. Number two, I talked about the salesman versus the farmer. And now we're moving into number three, which is discerning the soil. Discerning the soil because sometimes you can, you know, hit the salesman. You can lead them to pray that prayer. But this is very rare. In evangelism, this is very rare because we're more farmers. We're more just planting seeds. So you want to be able to discern the soil of their heart and of their mind. You want to be able to see in the spirit and recognize where they are at spiritually. Some people are going to be so closed off to anything Bible, anything word of God, and you just got to give them some love. Other people, they're moving closer. They're ready for a good word. They're ready for a scripture. They're ready to hear your testimony. They're ready for maybe an explanation of the cosmological argument or the teleological argument or one of these different apologetic discussions. Not that you're arguing with them, but you're just explaining. You're bearing fruit. You're being quick to listen, slow to speak, quick to understand. Understand their soil. Discern their heart. Understand where they're at. Understand what they're going through. Understand their upbringing, understand all the mess, all the the baggage that they have when you look at them in their eyes and you just see all that they've been through. You see all the pain. You see all the tears. Maybe you see the emptiness, the emptiness and the lack of any life or any spirit in them. So be able to discern and understand that soil and see where they're at. This is going to be so big so, so big is just seeing where their heart is, being able to love them in the right way or just having peace and and patience for them because they've been through a lot, man. It's been years and decades of pain or divorce and and just being able to see that because what you see in the soil is going to affect what type of seed you want to plant or where they're at in this evangelism or this soul-saving process. And it's important to recognize that only God saves the soul, right? We plant the seeds or we water, but God does the increase. He saves the soul. He is the Lord of souls and all souls belong to him. And you can know that no matter who the soul is, that God desires. We see biblically, it's his will that none should perish, but that all should come to the knowledge of the glory of the God. No matter if they're a king or a queen or a peasant, not that there is this class system in the eyes of God because God shows no partiality and God God sees all men the same, but it's being able to just discern, discern this, this, this soil and, uh, yeah, see where they're at and knowing that God's heart is to see each and every soul be saved, presidents, governors, athletes, common men, electricians, farmers. God wants the souls to be saved. The next point, 
His sniper versus machine gun. I'm on number four right now. A sniper versus a machine gun. What does the sniper do? A sniper is patient. A sniper waits. A sniper is looking through the scope, viewing out the land and looking for that one just to, you know, assassinate. Careful with his breathing. He's calm. He's collected. He's cool. And he's going to shoot at the perfect time and it's going to be one bullet and it's going to end it. Jeez. And then there's the machine gun. The machine gun just blasts. It just lets it go right everywhere. Just so much ammunition, so much bullets, and it's just blasting off every which way. There's a lot of wisdom in being a sniper to understand, to sit back, to hold your tongue, see where they're at, discern, to pray. Maybe just pray under your breath. Pray under your breath while you speak to them. Pray into your breath while you listen to them because sometimes they tell you one thing with their mouth, but their heart is somewhere completely different or in the spirit, they're somewhere completely different. They're telling you how great they are, how much joy they have, but you see that their heart is just rotten and broken and and they're just forcing out that smile and man, they need Jesus and you're sitting back as a sniper just discerning this. The machine gun is really more of a, of a street preacher, right? Preaching to crowds, just planting seeds and just scattering the seed everywhere you go. People are, some people are so outgoing and they're just throwing out this seed, just hoping now one is going to land. There's a time and a place for both. All of these, I'm not saying that any of them are right or wrong, but this is to give us discernment and help us grow as evangelists and a wise versus a foolish evangelist. And I pray that you can take this wisdom and use it in your evangelism, use it to save souls, use it to lead others back to the Lord. I know that's the deepest desire of your heart. That's why you're here on this channel. You want to see some souls be saved. You want to see the glory of God be revealed in your coworkers, acquaintances, people you you minister to in the marketplace. So the sniper operates a lot different from the machine gun. Sometimes there's machine guns out there and they're foolish, right? They're they're just they're killing their own men. They're hitting a lot of trees. They're wasting ammo, wasting resources. Their gun is getting hot and worn out, overheating because they just got a machine gun and they're just spraying it everywhere, hitting pedestrians, hitting dogs. Animals are dropping dead. Birds are dropping dead because there's no wisdom behind how they're planting those seeds. Don't let that be you. Be wise, right? Have a balance. Understand the sniper in this warfare. Number five is the extrovert versus the introvert. The problem that we have and that the devil wants to plant in our minds is that the introvert can't be an evangelist, okay? So just because you like to spend time alone and you like to just be in your secret place doesn't mean that you can't be a good evangelist. That's a lie from the pits of hell that introverts can't be a good evangelist. I know because I, my, my, I myself, I'm more introverted. I'm very much more introverted. I was labeled as shy. I was labeled as a uh, has not not even wanted to say anything. I had a specific nickname that was given to me because I just didn't I didn't want to speak a lot of time. 
Okay, but the introvert sometimes knows how to discern the soil more. The introvert sometimes is a better sniper. And man, they get that kill in evangelism. They're able to plant seeds so wisely into souls. And sometimes the extrovert needs this wisdom. So I believe, yeah, I am speaking to more extroverts Maybe because you click this video and you want to know more about evangelism and you want some more wisdom on how you can actually lead a soul to Christ, knowing that, yes, it's a process to lead a soul to Christ. And a truly faithful evangelist doesn't just plant the seed, but you pray over that seed. You're so faithful in prayer. These are the evangelists that God will truly bless. In every area of your life, God will bless when you not just plant that seed in that random person in the marketplace, but you memorize their name, you write it down, you put it on your desk, and you're praying over that person, even though you just met them, but you know that someone else's brother, you know that someone's mom, that someone's son, that someone else, that someone else loves very dear, deeply and wants their soul to be saved. So you don't just plant the seed, but you pray for them. That's the powerful evangelist that plants one seed, but prays for weeks or for months. That is a faithful evangelist. So there's an introvert that may be more of a sniper and more of a discerner. And maybe there's an extrovert who's more of a machine gun and and you need some more wisdom on how you're sharing or you're an extrovert and you're just a great evangelist. You're a great discerner too. You're a great sniper too. You're an extrovert and you know how to speak and you know how to just connect with people emotionally. You know how to connect with people and their struggles. You can see where they're at and you know how to just share and just testify and you're so outwardly just fruitful for the glory of God. Praise God if that's you. God bless you in many, many mighty ways. Which brings us to our last point, number six, is the quality of the seed versus the quantity of the seed. Sometimes it's not always about quantity, but it's about quality. It's just planting that right seed in the right garden at the right time. Okay, there's so much power. So don't doubt the seed either, right? You planted a seed. It may have looked like they didn't receive it, or maybe they got angry. Maybe they got mad. Maybe, you know, it just seems like they didn't receive it or just went straight over their head. They're like, yeah, whatever. But you shared it. And the way that you shared it, it planted. It planted that testimony of yours planted within them. And they may think about it in a year or two years. It may sprout up over time because someone else planted something else over time or someone else watered something else and then it grows over time within them. So there's the quality versus the quantity of the seed. Be able to use both according to the soil and the time and the seasons. That's six points that I shared on evangelism. We got the danger of labeling yourself as not an evangelist when you are. There's the salesman versus the farmer. That's number two. Number three is the sniper versus the machine gun. Four is the extrovert versus the introvert. Five is the quality of seed versus the quantity of seed. And six is the wisdom to discern the soil. I pray that this was a good seed in your heart as an evangelist, as a minister, as a witness of the glory of God. Take this wisdom and use it 
in your evangelism encounters. God bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.